If you've ever wondered how an online course can have the ability to change your life or want to know exactly what's involved in creating one of your own for your business, stay tuned because this episode is all about my personal journey into the online course world and I cannot wait for you to meet my extra special guest. Hey, I'm Steph and I'm obsessed with all things travel, marketing, branding and helping you stand out from the crowd. In just under two years, I went from being a home-based travel agent with zero clue how to make it work in the digital world to launching an international ranking travel podcast and creating an online course to help travel agents in lead generation. Here's one thing I know for sure, there has never in the history of the world been a better time to create the travel business you've always wanted. All you need is an actionable strategy and someone to show you the way. Picture this, we're going to spend the next hour of our time together at the Swim Up Pool Bar, where over a cocktail, we deep dive into travel-related topics, mixed with a little classroom training. This show is dedicated to encouraging you to step outside of your comfort zone and into your travel business. I'll show you how I did it and how you can too. Hit subscribe now and let's get into it. If you're a travel agent wanting to stand out in the digital world, but you struggle with consistency, tech isn't your jam and you have no idea where to start, join my free masterclass where I talk about exactly this. Head to stephaniemyers.academy forward slash masterclass. You're listening to Unplug in Paradise, the podcast. Hello and welcome to Unplug in Paradise. I'm Stephanie Myers and if you're new around here, a big warm welcome to you. And if you've been tuning in for a while, thanks so much for coming back and being a part of our incredible travel community here. Okay, I am 100% excited about today's episode and I do have to let you know that this episode does run a little longer than my usual episodes, but... There is always a but, (laughs) but this episode is one where we go behind the scenes in the creation and my journey of my online program at Travel Agent Runway with no other than my business mentor and today's extra special guest, Stevie Dillon from Stevie Says Social. Stevie needs no introduction really, as everyone knows that a few years back, she was the girl whose podcast we all subscribed to whenever we wanted to learn anything about the world of social media marketing. I know that back in 2018, when I started my travel business, I had all guns blazing and all fired up, ready to let the world know I was now working for myself and literally launched to crickets. So like many new small business owners, you go scrambling looking for someone to help digest the information a little easier because it is really overwhelming and also in a way that made a lot more sense to me. So for me, that person was Stevie. Fast forward to now though, Stevie is the founder of Launchpad, a 12-month high-level group coaching program that teaches current and aspiring digital course creators how to create, launch and scale a flagship online course. Her mission is to help others pull more time, freedom and happiness from their lives and businesses with a digital course. 
Stevie is also the podcast host of the Stevie Says Show podcast, where she shares the inside scoop on all things digital courses and online business. It is a regular on the Apple Podcast Marketing Top 10 and has been downloaded more than half a million times to date, which doesn't really surprise me as I'm pretty sure my binge downloads alone would no joke make up for about 100,000 of her downloads. (laughs) Not even kidding. (laughs) But before we dive into today's episode, it's full of juiciness. I have to let you know that. (laughs) I'm going to give you some context behind why we're here. In 2021, I signed up to Stevie's Launchpad program to help me create, launch and scale my own flagship digital course, which I did in 2021 when the travel industry was so shit. (laughs) And I created my program called Travel Agent Runway. I started out with the tiniest little email list of travel agents mostly of travel agents that I knew. And by creating something that promises on delivering a transformation so unique to the travel industry, it has now evolved into something that is absolutely life-changing for so many travel agents and travel advisors all around Australia who are now confidently navigating the digital world and surging toward maximizing all the potential the new travel movement has to offer. So late last year, we recorded this episode and I do apologize for holding out on you guys, but I was waiting for the perfect time to release it. So before we head over to Stevie, let's recognize the generations of the local Aboriginal people of the Bundjalung Nation who have lived in and derived their physical and spiritual needs from the forests, rivers, lakes and streams of this beautiful valley over thousands of years as the traditional owners and custodians of these lands. I absolutely loved doing this episode with Stevie and I really hope that you get a ton out of it. Would love to know your thoughts, but all I can say is strap in, you're in for a ride. So let's go. Hey guys, and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. As always, I am so happy to be here with an amazing guest. And this week's guest, I'll let her introduce herself, but I'm really excited to have her on because we're talking about course creation, which I always do, you guys know, Uh, but specifically in the context of uh, kicking off, not in the ideal circumstances. So uh, today's guest is in an industry that has been really hit hard by the whole COVID side of things, which is the travel industry. And to be honest, that could be an excuse not to create a course and not to do all of the awesome things that she has done, but she has done it anyway. The other thing that I think is really interesting about today's guest is that she has, now this is total online course geek speak, but achieved a really amazing conversion rate. And for anyone that doesn't know what that means, that means the percentage of people that purchase in a launch in her very first launch with a smaller email list. And I know that that is something that is uh, a question and objection, something that is on the mind of any aspiring course creator and understandably so. So looking forward to diving into both of those things and more. A huge welcome to the podcast, Steph. Hi, Stevie. Oh, thank you so much. Now, tell me a little bit to start off with about you, your business, your audience, and of course, your course. Well, I'm Steph. I've been in the travel industry for almost 14 years. So a big part of my career has been here selling travel. I'm located in the northern New South Wales. 
near the Queensland border, so very close to the coast and always love, you know, delving into anything to do with cruise and things like that. I'm a big cruise geek. Um, but when it comes to, you know, moving and pivoting in the times when we really didn't have any other choice and we were pushed up against the wall because literally we could go anywhere, uh, I felt like at that time I needed to do something to really help the industry. So I put together an online course and here we are. I am, yeah, really passionate about just wanting to help the industry as a whole because I've been seeing such huge gaps and a lot of my travel agent pals out there have just been really struggling with things. So your course specifically is helping people out with, you know, the marketing side of things and the lead generation side of things. And I think one thing that I like specifically love about the marketing side of things is that regardless of which industry you're helping, you have the opportunity to bring something to them that's not associated with their actual skills. So for your guys, it's like travel agents and helping them out with marketing their travel business. And I think that's so needed at the moment, which is really cool. Mm. So tell me a little bit about, okay, so 12 months ago, I feel like we were probably worse off than we are now in terms of, you know, the whole C word and the travel industry in general. Where were you at? Like you were, tell me a little bit about where you were at in your business and then also kind of your thoughts around and the catalyst for deciding, okay, an online course might be my next step. Okay. So this time last year, I had just completed your launch, your widely successful podcast course. So I had just launched Unplug in Paradise and literally it just went gangbusters. So I hadn't really, um, experienced anything like that before, like the highs of a launch. It just had me buzzing for, you know, like at least two months. I just kept kept on the same wave as long as I could. <laughs> but then when I, at the end of November, I had, you know, an emails from yourself and just, you know, Launchpad was coming and I was thinking, okay, well, I've done my podcast. You know, what is my next step? What else can I be doing? I had just moved house. I was sitting in a, you know, in a lounge room full of boxes with my business advisor saying, I've got this really rad opportunity to jump on with Stevie for 12 months. It's a coaching program to learn how to do an online course. And I was basically selling it to him. And he's just looked at me and he goes, so do you want me to make the decision for you? Or have you already made your decision? <laughs> and he just said, he just said, well, look, you know, you're sitting here in absolute chaos. Like, look at you, you're sitting there with boxes all around you. And you're asking me what, I, what you should be doing is your next step. I think you've already chosen what you, what you would like to do. So, and I think it also came back to, um, our, you know, correspondence beforehand at just, you know, I just want to shake you and tell you how perfect this is for you. And I think just having that trust in someone for myself was just such a huge leap of faith that I knew that I was stepping into open arms and, and really good hands. So yeah, I just went in hundred percent trust especially when I, you know, had nothing else left to lose. I had pretty much lost my whole travel business at that point. Every single forward booking I had, I had, a, I had to cancel. So yeah, I had nowhere else to go other than into your arms. and <laughs> Into my arms. I love that. I've got a visual. <laughs> I think it's so interesting. Obviously I was interviewing Elise last week uh, and she also had done the podcasting course and was sort of looking at, okay, so what comes after this? And I think it's so interesting. There's such a synergy between 
two things. Number one, I think like podcasting and online courses are a match made in heaven because you build up your thought leadership. You kind of almost flex your launch muscles a little bit and you Mm. get, when you said that there was such a high associated with it, I so knew that feeling, Stan. It's like, oh, you put yourself out there and you're not sure how it's going to go and then you start to see, oh my gosh, I'm impacting people. This is amazing. But I also think that like the resilience and fortitude that's needed for a podcast. So like the upfront work involved, Mm. the fact that, you know, there's the fear of, oh my God, like I'm putting myself out there. This is really scary. Like I actually think there's a lot of similarities and watching you go through that podcasting process. And obviously you were a star in that course. That's when I was like, you know what? I actually think that Steph would be perfect for this because you proved it through the podcasting side of things. Mm. Well, I just, you know, I had a podcast prior to starting your podcast course, but it fell Mm. flat on its face because it had no direction. I think that was part and parcel of just, you know, not knowing what to do. And I think initially when I first started, you inspired me to start in the first place. Um, It was just came down to a DM on Instagram and I asked you, you know, what's involved in, you know, I was one of those annoying people (laughs) that asked you initially, (laughs) what's, um, (laughs) how do you start a pod course? And you're like, oh, just lots of Googling. And I'm like, right, oh, challenge accepted, girl. Like, (laughs) let's do this. (laughs) Yeah. Or just do the course, you know, one or the other. (laughs) And I thought like a year later, the course came out. I was like, okay, cool. I've, um, I've gave it, given it a go, the best shot that I could possibly, you know, do on my own uh, without professional help. And now I, yeah. I need professional help just to fill in the gaps that I wasn't so quite so sure on. So yeah, yeah, glad I did it because then it launched me into this, uh, yeah. into Launchpad. And you know what? To be totally honest, online an online course wasn't part of my, you know, prolific, you know, futuristic plans at all. It was you planted a seed and in a very short period of time, I had to make a decision and I decided mm-hmm. to go, cool, well, you know, for the next 12 months, I don't know what travel's going to do. It could come back. Mm-hmm. It could not. Who knows? We could be stuck in limbo land for, mm-hmm. you know, quite a few years yet. And I need to be doing something, you know, board travel agents, you know, we boredom and travel agents, we had a good mix. <laughs> I think it's, uh, there's two ways. Like, I think that there's a mindset thing around that. So there's two ways that you could approach that. It could have been, and I think Elise last week had a really similar mindset. Mindset. So I think it's interesting and I've never, ever been a mindset girl, but my God, <laughs> since I've gotten into digital courses, I really see the difference between how it can propel someone forward and conversely, when it's working against you, how it can keep you stuck. And it's done that to me as well. Mm-hmm. But I think two things are interesting about you, Steph. Number one is like, you could have said, okay, the travel industry is effed at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going anywhere. Therefore, it's not going to work for me. And it's almost like that would pause you before you even hit the go button, right? Or I'm not in the position that I should be in. Like whatever those thoughts are, everyone has like, I want to be an online course creator, but, and it's like the but that holds them back before they even try. Mm-hmm. So I'm proud of you, but let's go into, okay. So you're like, yes, I'm going to do it. I'm going to trust this girl, Stevie. <laughs> Let's do Launchpad. <laughs> what does the last 12 months look like for you? Um, bird's eye view to start off with, and then we can kind of drill in, down into the specifics. So bird's eye view, I would say that this whole last 12 month period, I have actually grown so much as a person. I've grown and- so much as a business and I've grown so much more in way of confidence and stepping into myself because I feel like when you're a biz- a solo business person, you're not working with a, you know, great, a lot of people, yeah. it's very, it's a very singular journey. 
And I think Launchpad really, you know, what I've learned in Launchpad is basically just to how it's challenged me in more ways than I can describe. It's really stretched me in ways that I didn't even know I could stretch. I've been in travel for such a long time and we have such a systematic process when we go through things that as soon as something kind of, kind of interrupts what we're doing, we, we've got, you know, plan, plan A, plan B, plan C that we run through, but this is so different to anything that I've ever, you know, thrown myself at. And yeah, it's just really expanded my horizons and I've never felt like an entrepreneur before. Like I feel like the name's like a little bit wanky to some extent, but I've really owned that this year and before I wouldn't have, and I've known, I know that I've, I'm doing something to really have that status and I'm, yeah, I feel really proud of myself and yeah, it has been a really, really hard journey, but, um, yeah. So tell me more about the journey, because I think this is like the one thing with course creation, like in the online world, it's like, oh, you know, it's passive income and you can just go off and like, you know, like work on a laptop, you know, on the beach and it's going to be amazing. And I always want to dispel that because I'm like, yeah, you can get to the point where you do that, but you also have to be committed to doing some upfront work and also committed to the process, which isn't always linear. And like reading between the lines with you, Steph, like it's not always easy, right? No, definitely not. And it's not like you can come into sort of like a coaching program or commit to doing something and be like, okay, this is going to give me like the perfect, like nothing's going to go wrong and it's going to be like a lovely dance in the park, right? (laughs) And I think that's completely unbelievable unrealistic like the marketing of some of these programs I'm just like oh my gosh I think like you actually need I think and this is I've got another question for Mm. you but it's like a little bit later on I'll, I'll get to it but for me like the reason why I ever joined something or I realized like I need a mentor or someone to help me with something is like I know that it's not going to go perfectly and I actually need someone for when it's hard Mm. because if I was not having the support of someone when it's hard, who knows if I would get through it and who knows if I'd know what to do next. Does that make sense? Totally. Totally. Yeah. I think the accountability side of things as well, I can relate to as well. Cause I don't, I only reach out when I need help. Um, yeah. and at the beginning I was needing a lot of help. I had no faith in what it was that I was doing. I needed, yeah. I needed that, you know, my hands squeezed really, really tightly just to make mm. sure that I had that reassurance and yeah, once I started feeling really confident about what I was doing, then I think the journey completely opened up for me in way of, you know, where do you take this? Yeah. Like, and you have a clear direction, but you just think, okay, well, there's no cap. I can take this wherever I like and have the confidence. That is what I love about courses. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> once you get through the upfront work, it's like, okay, I've got this asset in my business and I have this forever now. And it's not like service work where like I have to do the work over and over and over. So the first challenge for you was, okay, how do we actually come up with an offer and refine it and make it the right offer that's going to be irresistible for people? What did that look like for you? What was that process like? Yeah. So I had to find my pillow problem. And Mm -hmm. for many nights I was laying on my pillow wondering what my problems are. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, is this what Stevie means by pillow problem? It's literally (laughs) it is. It is. So when I say like, you've got to like get into the hearts and minds of your people and think about their pillow problems. What I mean by that is like, what is keeping them up at like two o'clock in the morning 
not the things that they're like, oh, that's annoying at midday. So it literally is a pillow problem, Steph. Yeah, it definitely is, especially <laughs> when I'm awake at that time wondering what my pillow problem is. Yeah, <laughs> yep. And it's not an easy process, is it? No, definitely not. It's very challenging. And I think at that time I was still hanging on to the hope that travel would come back sooner than later. But I yeah. think the turning point for me was who do I want to serve and who have I served over the last 12 months? So during mm. a pandemic, that wasn't my client base. That yeah. was people in the industry questioning me about my podcast, questioning me about my um, appearances in different PR publications and things like that online, asking about my website, asking me questions about my newsletters that I send out to people, how I am keeping in touch with my client base. All those sorts of questions kept coming in and I had to really sit with the stats and go through everything and think, you know what? I've actually been more of service to travel agents in the last 12 months and I've been to actual clients with their mm. levels. So for me, it was just like the m most biggest light bulb moment. And I think just the burst of excitement, knowing that I had found something that could potentially not only give me something really substantial to work with, but I knew that I could really throw myself at over a given period of time to help get my industry back on track and help agents, those agents who were reaching out to me, help actually really help them get from where they are to where they want to be using the skills that I had developed as well. So it was such a huge thing. I've got goosebumps talking about it because it just gives me the feels. <laughs> but but it wasn't, yes. like, that wasn't immediately apparent to you. Like I remember when we were going through that kind of like process of choosing your course topic and, um, you know, like from the outsider's perspective, looking in and looking with the perspective of hindsight, you'd look at Steph and be like, oh, of course that's what you should be doing, right? Mm -hmm. But it wasn't immediately apparent to you. And I think like it's so interesting because once you have that perspective and maybe you have other people that can sort of give you a little bit of a bird's eye, no, I can see this clearly, it becomes clear. But you really, like I remember you going back and forth, a like you were going back and forth a lot with mm. different ideas. Like how can I serve the travel industry? And you weren't even kind of really thinking 100% about the travel agent side of things until, you know, we got down to nitty gritty and you were like, well, you know, there's an alignment with the podcast. This could work really well. Mm. But um, I think it's important to say that because sometimes you don't have the clarity around this sort of thing. Like now it's like, yes, this is what Steph was supposed to do. And it's so obvious, but mm. it's almost like taking the action of deciding that you're going to do it gives you the clarity you need. Mm, that's true. I felt like at the time I knew I wanted to help the travel industry. I just didn't know how. Mm. So I knew I had all these, you know, things that I wanted to do. And, you know, I was quite imaginative and creative in that sense, I think. But there was a, there was a moment where I thought, okay, well, I can really help the travel industry, not by helping the traveler because the traveler is not going to bed going, oh, I can't travel right now. Such a problem. There, well, I do, it's, it's but, not, you know. <laughs> <laughs> at that point earlier on in the year, it, it, for, like, it wasn't a thing. I couldn't no. imagine my clients going, oh my God, I can't travel. I can't yeah. sleep tonight. But, but it's also not necessarily a profitable problem, right? No. So like, it's like solving the right problem as well. That's right. And there was a lot of travel agents that had, you know, the businesses completely decimated, including mine. Mm. And it was just to wonder like, how do I get, how do I help these people help travelers we, yeah. to get travel agents back on their feet or to get travelers back on their feet? It needs to start with us. We, mm -hmm. you know, it all starts with us. We are the change. So then, yeah, I've, I've loved the journey between 
then in, in where we are today because it's the new travel movement that we're creating and yeah. it's and I know how starting with us. Yeah, you're so sorry to cut you off, Steph. I hate doing that. I get excited. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> but I love how like passionate you are when you talk about it. I'm like, yeah, you, you can tell that it's like something that you care so deeply about. But you didn't know until you put your course out there whether it would be the right course. No right? idea. I had no so idea. So tell me a little bit about how you validated your course in that process. Yeah, so it was very scary for me. I had put together my course, Travel Agent Runway, and I thought, well, how how's this going to land for people? You know, there's there's a lot of expectation out there that travel agents have, uh, you know, this um, marketing structure around them all the time. And it's true, but when you're working for yourself, it's you. People don't buy the business that you're working for. They buy who you are as a person. And I think there was just too many people hiding behind, you know, a brand that they had no connection with, or, mm. you know, they didn't know how to step into their businesses. They were hiding behind a lot of, you know, someone else's advertising rather than really stepping into what it was that they were passionate about, you know, selling and talking to the people that they are really passionate about serving. So at that point, I feel like there was a lot of questions around what it was that I was doing. But there was also a lot of need and underlying all of that was so much fear. But what I really had to tap into was just that, hey, I'm like you. I'm a travel agent just like you. Like I know where we are. I know where we're going to go. But I also need to instill faith in you that this is how we're going to get there. This is the only way we're going to get there. And there was a lot of people that thought, you know what? It was a no-brainer for them. They said, yep, can see so much value in this. I need this in my life. You know, I'm in. And then there were so many people just umming and ahhing. And there was a little bit of psychology behind that as well. They still thought that they had that million-dollar business that they had pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. But they, they think that they can just pick that up again and just keep going when COVID's over. It's like you can't just have a two-year gap in your business and expect to have that sort of you know business again because it's just not something that's logically possible in any sense but I think there's a lot of people out there that are struggling with okay my business is gone how what what are some things that I can actively do in my business now to to rebuild it back up but there's always things to change and I think we've had a lot of time to think about it yeah so (laughs) we're wondering okay so how do we how do we change things for the better how could we really you know rise up and level up and actually take control over our industry and change it into something that we're, we really want to work in and where we're respected and where our self-worth uh, is being treasured and valued as opposed to, you know, you're no different to the next travel agent in, you know, down the street or, you know, in the area. I'm not traditional, but there's so many people out there that take their jobs so seriously and so they should, but you need to implement some personality in there because that's the only thing that's going to help you shine at the end of the day. And I know you get me there. I do. I do. But I can also see how difficult it potentially would have been to sell to people that don't even know that it's a problem for them. So people that aren't even in marketing speak problem aware. And so- I know that you went through kind of like, we call it in Launchpad, your foundation round where you really sort of personally uh, sell your course to validate it essentially. 
Um, and you had, what was the result of your foundation round? So it was, I uh, had five students that signed up. So that's right. I reached out to 50 agents and I had five yep. sign up. So it was about a 10% conversion on that one. Yeah. Amazing. So cool. And I think like going through that process, you probably really, and I don't want to put words in your mouth. You probably could tell me um, more than I might even just ask you the question. <laughs> um, did you feel like you needed to, I guess, sell the, not just sell the course. So the big thing with being a course creator is that you're not selling information, you're selling a transformation, right? Mm -hmm. And so for these people that, you know, you're potentially reaching out to and you're like, hey, I've got this option for you. What did it look like to have to kind of sell them something that they didn't even really know that they needed yet? Not easy, I imagine. Yeah, no, it wasn't easy. I think I haven't been shy when it comes to promoting the podcast and promoting my point of difference. And I think there was a lot of travel agents out there who were quite drawn to that initially. And, you know, anytime we go to a conference, I'd get seeked out going, oh, you're the girl with the podcast. Oh, I've yeah. listened to you a few episodes before. It's so cool. And, you know, and I didn't even realize at that point in time that people even listened to me. I Because, mm -hmm. you know, podcasting is very one-sided. You're speaking to yourself majority of the time, yeah. like a crazy you person. You're in a room talking to no one else. <laughs> like, totally. I had the same experience. <laughs> so when you hear that, you know, come around full circle, it's actually so rewarding and you just know that you've, you know, you're making a difference, but you don't always know that when you're pitching something new to someone, especially mm. when, you know, we're both sitting here in a shop, theoretically in a shop with no stock, looking at each other going, cool, well, I've got a good idea. Do you want in on my good idea? Yeah. So <laughs> it was but just, <laughs> it was just, you know, uh, pitching the idea that things are going to improve. And mm. that there are uh, there are better ways to work smarter, not harder. And mm. you know, being you know Generation Y, it's uh, something that to be admired. I think mm -hmm. when, especially mm -hmm. when there's uh, consultants before you who are now heading into a brand new era where the internet era was hard for them to crack. They get they they get a hang of that, and then it's changing once again. So yeah, yeah we always um, struggle when it comes to introducing new things into our industry, but I sold it on the basis that it would be a hybrid kind of um, business standpoint for them. So they could still consult and do everything that they do the same, but a portion of their business would only be, you know, the consulting part, the itinerary part, the booking part would theoretically be, you know, 20% of their business. And the other 80% is marketing, their involvement in events, their yeah. digital presence and what they're doing to get their name out there and really build their authority in their space. So yeah, that's, that's what I sold them. I didn't sell them. They already know how to do their business. I'm not teaching yeah. them how to, how to run their travel agency and helping them and assisting them on how to build their online presence. So yeah. some, something that, you know, none of us really had before, but we need to now if COVID's taught us anything. <laughs> Totally. And I think probably what they were doing as well is looking at what you were doing with your podcast and kind of seeing in them or seeing in you like a potential future in them. And I think that's really powerful as well. Like they were almost seeing like the potential for transformation, like doing travel agency work a completely different way. And they were seeing that in you, which I think is really cool as well. So we validated our course. We had our five students in. I remember when you messaged me, you were like, oh my God, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> uh, and so 
The next step, obviously, in Launchpad and as a course creator in general is the course creation process and then going into uh, your first launch, which we call a light launch, which means really a no pressure, no expectations launch to get data. We're putting our scientists hat on to see what happens. Um, so walk me through... Walk me through the course creation process first, and then let's go into launch because, well, let's start with course creation. What did that look like for, for you? Okay. So after the foundation round launch, I was on that big high as we are, we're on that cloud. Then all of a sudden it's like we pick up a piano and just jump off a cliff with it. Putting together a course, you're needing to draw on all your skills and um, putting it into really actionable modules and things like that, that you're you know, perfect fit students are going to want to learn how they how, how or, and how they can learn from you. I know that course creating is giving so much of yourself because it's not necessarily like a, um, you know, a, a institutionalized thing. It's more of a personalized experience. So yes, it was very hard to be digging deep <laughs> into all that. I was just so grateful to have a really patient group of foundation students because yeah, really great that they, you know, kept me accountable, kept me in check. I was, mm. um, you know, it was quite challenging as well because I was very, fairly time constrained as well at that time. But yeah, we ended up, ended up doing really well with it. But yeah, course creation is no easy feat. And it's a hard bit. It it's is hard so bit. hard. And I love your mindset. <laughs> and you've never done it before. No. That's it in your business. And yeah, like I, I do, I do think that um, that needs to be said because I think there's so many amazing things that come with being a course creator. But I think you also need to realize that, yeah, like I said earlier, there is the upfront work. And thank you for being transparent with that because. I remember like as you were like deep in the mark and going through and creating all of your different bits and pieces, um, the different mindset things you were going through, you know, and, and that was coming up in the questions and things that you were asking. And at the end of it, and this is something that I was talking to Elise uh, about in her podcast, there's just this like elation feeling again when you finished it because you're like, oh my gosh, I've actually finished this <laughs> thing that, you know, I've like birthed and it's like something I've never done before. And now I've got it out there and I'm so proud. Um, but you need to go through the process in order to get to that point as and well. Yeah. They're just, they're just waves in the ocean. Some are bigger <laughs> than others. You're going to hold your breath for longer, you know, yeah. but you always pop up the other side and you think, holy hell, how did I, I do did that? that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I hope you're enjoying the episode so far. I just wanted to pop in to invite you to my free masterclass where I'll be sharing my exact three-step system to building a rockstar personal brand that attracts your dream clients into your database so you can step up into your travel biz, own your authority, and grow your online presence. And not only that, but you'll also get your hands on my entire travel agent runway framework for standing out in the digital world without the tech overwhelm and not knowing where to start. Want in? Head to stephaniemyers.academy forward slash masterclass and save your spot now. See you there. Oh, so this is the thing. So you kind of go through, like you create the, um, you create the offer, you create the course. And then the other sort of like piece of work that's involved in being a course creator is then once you've created kind of like the course, you need to create the selling system. Mm -hmm. um, so tell me, let's go into the launch because 
One thing that we always kind of look at when we're going into a launch period is goal setting. And so we make a hypothesis around, okay, how many sales might we expect based on um, the audience building that we've done on the size of our email list on, you know, a few different factors, right? And when you were at, at that particular time, Steph, your end result ended up being wildly different to what I would have expected in terms of your goals for that very first launch. And the reason for that is that you kind of started out with, I don't think you had an email. Did you have an email list prior to launch? So prior to my launch, I had created a lead magnet probably about six to eight weeks prior to launching. So my list building uh, techniques and things like that were in swing. I wouldn't say full swing, but I was still list building. But it wasn't until I jumped on board with Clea and I was on the panel with the Phoenix Girls, that's when things really ramped up for me because I had a, a you know, a semi-public appearance. I was in front of, you know, three, over 300 plus perfect fit students, you know, travel agents in the travel industry who are passionate mm-hmm. with crews. Like that's totally my jam. And yeah, after that, things just ramped up really heavily. I was getting so much praise for the work that I had put in already and I hadn't it was right at the beginning of my launch and I feel like I I technically done my launch in reverse but I mean I've worked with with the framework that we that we use in Launchpad and I mean it worked it worked (laughs) I don't know how it worked but it worked and I haven't even pieced together the masterclass yet but here I am signing people up and just that general overwhelm I think I would that always gets me. I always feel like I'm getting in my own way when I'm overwhelmed and it's, it's a bit of a beast, <laughs> especially yeah, when you're trying to create a webinar. Yeah, yeah. 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 Creating a webinar is like, so there's, I think there's two elements of a launch that feel like a lot. And I think the webinar, and then if you do a, like a long form sales page, both of those assets, but again, like in terms of assets in your course business, your course, your webinar, your sales page are like the three big things you'll have forever. And once they're done, they're done. But I get it. Yes. And I think it was the emails as well, like setting up the email funnels and automations and yep. things like that. Like I had never done anything like that before, but man, I feel like a pro. Yes. <laughs> And I think like the big O word, the overwhelm word does come up like whenever. And I just kind of like take myself back to the early days of being a course creator. And I think like the first time that you do anything, you do have that feeling of, oh my gosh, you know, like I've never done this before and it feels hard. But what I would say like your, so your launch process, right? When you said like you kind of did it the reverse way around, I would actually almost say that you did it in a very condensed on top of each other way. So with your clear event, and for anyone that's not in the travel industry, that's Cruise Line. Yeah, Cruise Line International Association. Yeah, yes, yeah. So that is obviously like a very industry-specific event for Steph. And so really, I think you were growing, like you really grew your audience in in a small period of time strategically with an event that was going to warm people up very quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I think like, you then were in a fortunate place that you could then funnel that straight into a launch. But I don't think any of that was done for you. Uh, like you kind of say it's the first time you've done it, but you did it really strategically because, and maybe you can walk us through, like 
you didn't just kind of go, oh my gosh, I've got this speaking opportunity. Um, let's just see what happens with it. You were very strategic in the sense that you were like, okay, well, I've got a launch coming up. So how can I leverage this amazing opportunity to build my biggest asset, which is my email list, <laughs> uh, and invite people to this webinar? So what did that look like for you? Yeah. So I basically, it's exactly, you just nailed it. So I, this opportunity came to me about three weeks prior to when it was happening. And I thought, holy moly, what an opportunity. Like I was literally floored. Um, yeah, biggest probably appearance that I've ever done. And I was very fortunate to be on with such, you know, highly skilled people. And I thought, okay, well, if I'm going to launch, it's going to be straight after that because I can really harness the appearance. And I'm glad that I did it, you know, in a strategic way, as you say, is that I use the appearance at to at like a, as a list building exercise. And then I was able to then have everything kind of fall into place with my normal ramp up for the launch, because the way that I did it, yes, it, you, I agree. It was very condensed and it was very big and overwhelming and it just felt like a, a lot, but I purposely did it that way because I didn't want to leave too much time between my clear event to when I launched because I didn't mm. want to, people to lose interest. And in, within that time I was um, doing all of our, you know, core content strategies. I was doing, implementing all of those. So they were working, you know, uh, without a hitch. So it was, it was very smooth once it happened, but I feel like it was very in reverse. But I mean, looking at it in hindsight, it's probably the better way to do it. Mm. I mean, if, if you have the opportunity to be on a speaking gig or, or something like that and then do the launch after, because then it's getting more, you know, as you say, your eyeballs on what you're working on and, yeah, getting more eyeballs on your work, what what you can offer and, yeah, people be able to see your value and and want to Yeah, well, you don't want to be in. doing that after a launch. Like, and I think this is like that pre-launch period before you come up to a launch. It's like you're warming people up, getting them to know you, like you and trust you. And, you know, you'll do that on things like, you know, your own email list. You'll do it on your own social channels. And But one thing I say in Launchpad is like any opportunity that you can get to get in front of new people. So not just talking to the people that you already have, but getting in front of new people. And I think like speaking is just such such a perfect example of that because there is just such an authority that comes with being on a virtual or physical stage uh, especially if it's in front of like really aligned people like mm -hmm. you did have Steph um, and it definitely paid off for you so tell me a little bit about so I'm a numbers and data girl <laughs> um, and you know there's standard conversion rates in terms of the industry right so good for an online course is for every 100 eyeballs that see your offer, between one and five people will purchase. And so, you know, when, so we do milestone calls um, inside of Launchpad, as you know, but for everyone listening, the first thing that we kind of go through and we dissect and we look at after every launch or key milestone is, okay, were we within the range? If yes, great. Do we need to improve on that range or were we not in the range and was it a traffic problem, a conversion problem, or was it something else and what do we need to fix? And the launch gives us that data. Mm -hmm. And I know that our milestone call is coming up tomorrow, so we haven't had it yet, but I do know your data. So if you want to share kind of what those numbers look like for you and you'll get extra bonus points if you know what your conversion rate was, Steph. <laughs> sure, no worries. So I think by the end of my masterclass, you know, um, 
list, I think I had about 124 people signed up for the masterclass, which was insane considering Mm -hmm. my goal was, you know, 50 or, you know, I wanted at least 50 on there just because I knew I had a little list, but then my little list turned to a really big list. So I was really glad for that. On my actual live masterclass, I had 62 people attend. So travel agents, uh, I think there were about 52 travel agents that came. I also had a couple of, you know, people support and cruise executives and things like that. And within my hour before I finished my masterclass, I had seven travel agents sign up to the program. And I just felt like Wonder Woman. I had done my job. I had delivered. I had smashed it. Even though I literally had messaged you like five minutes before my webinar saying, how on earth do you merge a PDF? Stevie, help me now. <laughs> but a really important life-changing question. Yeah. But it is. That tech stuff is like, oh, the ultimate freak out, right? And I'm a little bit opposite to you. So if it wasn't for the last minute, you know, what would, what would we achieve? So I'm very much like that. And yeah, I love, I love a deadline and, um, I love to really ram things in, in the last five minutes. So there I was freaking out, but then yeah, threw myself in and and channeled my, you know, inner entrepreneur and, um, yeah, did a really, delivered a really, really valuable course, um, masterclass to travel agents and taught them something very valuable that they can then, you know, work, walk, walk away thinking, okay, I really need to action something in my business. There's something missing. This is, Mm. this is new. It's, it's new for us, but it's old and way of marketing. And why haven't we been doing this all along? Um, So I think that inspiration helped a lot of people. Sorry. God, I'm like the, I'm like the cut me off queen today. Can you just like whack me over the head with (laughs) every time I do it? (laughs) No, I'm as good as they, um, I don't even remember what I was going to say. No, I do remember what I was going to say. I was going to say, number one, that show up rate is amazing. The show up rate is like, so seven. So so it was 14%. So 14%. (laughs) So hold on. So you had about 60 people that were actually on the webinar. And then you had how many people register? Uh, 124. So that is a lot more than 14%. Oh, I had 14% conversion. Ah, so 14% conversion is amazing. Okay, so the whole way along, basically what we look at are benchmarks, right? So how many people registered? That is number one. Then how many people from the people that registered actually showed up for the webinar? And we're looking at about 25%. And so you smashed that out of the park, which is amazing. Then how many people that were on the webinar purchased on the webinar, right? And you had seven purchases, which I think puts us at about 10% on the webinar. And obviously you had some sales afterwards as well. Um, And then overall conversion rate. So how many people purchase? So remember guys, we're looking at between 1% and 5%. And Steph, what was your conversion rate? (laughs) 14%. 14%. There we go. (laughs) Yeah. So it was quite, quite big. And I think a lot of it came down to Travel agents are pretty time poor at the best of times, but I think at this in this environment, everyone's got second jobs, everyone's still working with families, still, you know, we're in either lockdown or whatever. Like it's some sort of like really crazy thing that we've having to deal with. And I think at that moment, like there was a lot of people that didn't know that I had a webinar or didn't know or they had signed up for it, but then time got away on them or, you know, mm. life happened. So a really strategic thing that I did afterwards was post the hype 
into travel agent Facebook groups that I had done my webinar and if they weren't keen on the replay, just to, you know, DM me replay. And then that way I captured quite a few people that hadn't even known about the masterclass, yeah. didn't sign up for the masterclass, watched the replay and purchased on the replay. And I think that's a really good learning around like, so in a launch, there's like the pre-launch period, then there's the registration period where you're registering people. Then there's the actual launch event, which is your webinar. And then like, it's not over then. And no. I think like this is like where there's a big either like it happens intentionally and it happens unintentionally. It happens unintentionally where you get to your masterclass and then you're so tired <laughs> because of all the work that you've done beforehand that you just go dark. Um, or it happens unintentionally when you think that you've done the masterclass and that's it. But there's this period, which is your cut open period, where there's so much opportunity um, and where you've obviously maximized that by kind of going out and saying, hey, this masterclass has just happened. I'm still on my card open period here. Um, you guys are perfect fit. Would you be interested? And so I think that's a really great takeaway for anyone that is, you know, a current or aspiring course creator. It's not over until it's over. Yes. And over is like the second that the cart closes on the last day and you need to maintain, maintain, maintain until then. Yes. So even when the cart was closed for me, I still had people the next day, you know, oh, I'm just getting around to your masterclass now, you know, the replay. Yeah. Uh, it was, it was full on, hey. <laughs> yeah. No. And I loved, I loved the questions during that time as well. Like the questions, you know, I think you could call them objections really, but in my case, there wasn't any objections because I think people knew it was something that they needed. The only yeah. things that were coming up was obviously financial because we're in a crisis. Um, and the second one was, you know, time when they're trying to fit in other jobs and both of those things can be rectified over time. But yeah, we're in a stage now where things are really launched, like, you know, launching and, you know, revving up in the travel industry. It's something that they need to be implementing now because in six months time, travel's going to look different and they've already done the groundwork to getting their business back on the radar and doing it mm. in, a different, in a different sense and really owning what they do and being really solid in what they do. So. Really yeah. cool stuff. Congratulations. So what was the dollar figure? Where did that launch end up? So my goal was to crack 10,000 and in the, yeah, so the late stages of cart close, it was 12 and a half. Congratulations. That's yeah, awesome. Thank you. I think the really cool thing as well is that now you've got this cohort of students and when you say like things are just opening up, they're starting to experience, obviously, all of the amazing transformations that come through your course. And your course, I believe, is now so well positioned for the next round where things are opening up and potentially there is more opportunity there for, you know, uh, for growing the course with travel agents who need to get out there now that things are not how they have been for the last two years. No. To be <laughs> That's right. And I really think yeah. there is a lot of, you know, uh, you know, I'm in a good position where the course will evolve and continue yep. to evolve. And I've already thought of some things that I want to, you know, tweak and things like that, which I would love to run by you. But yeah, I really think that at this point in time, it's a very important thing that tra all travel agents need to be thinking about, like how they want to be positioned. But what I love about the people that have, you know, jumped in, even though it's scary, is that between the students that I have in the program already 
our knowledge base is just shy of 400 years in the travel industry. And that literally just blows my absolute mind because little old me has created this, you know, program. And now I've got people who have just been in the industry like 47 years, uh, 45 years at a time. And I've got, you know, 20 of these incredible, highly skilled people. And yeah, between us, there's 400 years knowledge. So, oh my God, it's so crazy. <laughs> it is so crazy. Yeah. Oh, that is so cool. And you're impacting them in a new way. And I think that that is truly so powerful. So Stan, tell me a couple of things. Number one, the question that I was going to ask earlier, and I'm like trying to get better as a podcaster and not just go off on these crazy tangents, which I always do. So I've saved (laughs) the question until now, but I'm genuinely curious because No, I'm just genuinely curious. What do you look for in like a coach or mentor? Yeah, so trust is a big thing for me. I, as a travel agent, we only work with companies and businesses that we trust because then we are, you know, entrusting them to look after our clients when they're on the other side of the world. So building those really solid business relationships are important to, you know, any service-based business. But I think more so for me, what I look for is someone who I know has proven results. And Stevie, I've watched your journey for the last few years of, you know, listen to your podcast in the car, in the shower, at home, on walks, making dinner for my son. Like I've listened to you all over and I've really watched your transformation go from, you know, social media, all through the things to where you are now. And it's just an absolute testament to you, your, your process, your success, the way you do things, your strategy, and it works, girl. So for me, it was basically a no-brainer. It was the next logical step for me doing the podcasting course. But I think if I was in a position, I would have done it anyway. Um, Mm. Just based on witnessing your growth and knowing that it's someone that I really want to aspire to. So yeah, that's that's why I made the decision. And I thought, well, Stevie's Stevie's done this and there's no reason why I can't too. So yeah. yeah. And I saw the potential in you hundred percent. Thank you. That's actually like, it's really nice to hear, hear you say that. And I'm always oh, just I genuinely. I can hear tears. I can hear tears. Is there tears? <laughs> no, 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 no tears. I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> Oh, I just think like, you know, the, the process of like, and I go through this as well when I'm thinking about, and I don't actually do a lot of coaching um, because for a number of reasons, like I'm really pig-headed and, and think I can do everything and then realize I can't and probably reach out to mentors way too late. But I think like that decision-making process of like, who do I, who do I trust in and like, what is, you know, what is it that I look for? I actually, like, I mirror your thoughts, Steph. Like, I mm-hmm. really look for people that I'm like, okay, so number one, like, where is the gap in my knowledge? And like, where can I like leapfrog? So like, if I know that that's where I want to be, and if it's going to take me six months to get there myself and make all of the mistakes, or I can help someone or I can work with someone that's going to help to guide me to get there a little bit more quickly. Mm-hmm. What, I, what I have started to realize is that it's worth actually doing that. Um, so yeah, I was just, I was truly just genuinely curious. And my second question, which I guess is 100% launchpad related, 12 months ago, you were obviously like, I want to be a course creator, but you know, well, you know, maybe it's my next step. How did you feel the experience in Launchpad helped you? And what would you say to anyone that's kind of thinking, maybe 
Like maybe not. 12 months ago, like I said earlier, I wasn't sure. <laughs> I really wasn't sure. I was in no, a position. I actually 100% know that you wanted to be a course creator. So. I, I actually took the leap of faith and I knew that something needed to happen because I knew that I didn't have work or I potentially mm. wouldn't have work. Travel agents could have easily been extinct, you know, after this time. They've been talking about it for the last 15 years. <laughs> so, you know, Travel and- real estate agents, they've been talking about the extinction, haven't they? And I don't think it's happening. I think it's coming back bigger than ever, Steph. <laughs> no, that's right. So I thought, okay, well, this is my chance to do something different. And, you know, um, it's funny because when I was at high school, I always wanted to be a teacher. Um, but even now, like here I am doing, you know, um, chatting with students and creating modules and lessons. Like I'm just channeling my, you know, little teacher within. (laughs) It's so true. I always wanted to be a teacher and then I wanted to be a journalist. And then I was like, how funny that now I have a podcast and I'm in like an online course creator. So similar for you, it sounds like. Yes. Yeah, definitely. And the journey's been rewarding it's been hard there's been moments where I thought okay I can't do this I and then there's been moments where holy shit I actually can't do this mm. but then there's been moments like I'm glad I did this best decision I've ever done in my entire life it's changed how I look at opportunities it's changed how I speak to people it's changed how I feel confident in myself and I just love that you know between my personal genetic code and your assistance I feel like I just even though I have these wild creative thoughts I don't ever feel like I need to second guess myself. I just, you know, cool idea. Let's run with it. You know, I don't feel like I always, because I've got the confidence. I've got that support network and Launchpad and the people in it are all just so incredible. And I just love everything about Launchpad, like in regards to templates, 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 templates. I can't say that enough, but the templates have literally been amazing. I mean, the strategy calls for accountability have been unreal as well. And it's really interesting to learn about other people's journeys too, because I mean, as a service-based industry, I'm quite different and um, in the way that, you know, so yes, I'm service-based, but I'm not, you know, we're not in this digital space. It's just, it doesn't, I've made it a line, even though it's not the next logical step for a travel agent to create it on my course. So it's quite different in that way, but just having forming those alliances with different people in different industries and seeing how they're marketing themselves I have learned so much during this process and I yeah I can't can't thank you enough for thinking of me and inviting me to the launchpad training really (laughs) but what's next for Steph oh I cannot wait to live launch I'm hoping to do it in February when school goes back I'm really looking forward to having some really beautiful connection with family and friends over the Christmas holidays. And it's been a huge year, you know, course creating is not, not easy. And yeah, just looking forward to ramping it up and helping as many travel agents as I possibly can to bring them out of the darkness and stepping into their own businesses and really owning who they are and who they like to serve and what they're really passionate about. So that's my next step. I'm looking forward to that. It's your next step. My next step, yes. (laughs) The next step. Watch this space. Exactly. (laughs) And Steph, has it all been worth it? So you've said it's hard. Has it been worth it? It has so been worth it. It has so been worth it for myself. What I've learned and what I've grown through this whole year, it's been 
hands down worth it. You know, like you've got the monetary value as well. And, you know, as a single parent with no income, other income coming in, it's just been such a huge frightening thing for me to put myself out there. But I mean, 12 months into the program, I've made it work. I've, I'm actually so and utterly proud of myself. I pinch myself every day. This is my life. And, um, I'm freeing my time up so I can spend more time with my son so we can go on more holidays. I can, you know, be more present in my, um, you know, consulting work as well and really work with people with experience base rather than, you know, what's going to be the best way of leverage for me. Like I'm not into that. I'm so passionate about their individual experiences. And yeah, hopefully I am not continuously sitting on this side of the desk. I can be on the other side booking myself and, and going to more places too. So Yes, as soon as everything starts opening back up again and um, all my students are well underway, I am due for a really cool holiday. So am I. <laughs> Just need to like the baby and then like, but yes, I am with you. <laughs> oh, well, congratulations, Steph. One thing I will say is that being a course creator, there's obviously the upfront pieces and you've gotten to the point where you've validated your course, you've created your course, you've had a successful and validated launch and you've grown your audience, which are all of the things that we really focus on. They're the four key components of being a successful course creator. And I think once you get all of those, not out of the way, but once you've achieved all of those four things, you get to this beautiful point, which you're at right now, um, where you get to scale and where if you're someone that is like me and you enjoy the marketing side of things uh, or, well, really having the opportunity to scale this digital asset without it requiring more of your time, it's a beautiful space to be in and you deserve it. So congratulations. Ah, thank you. Yeah, I couldn't have done it without you. I could, I could actually physically say that because I couldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> so where can people find you and let's talk about this lead magnet that you've got because we need some more anyone that's listening to this that is a travel agent that is is inspired by Steph's story um I think you need some more Steph in your life <laughs> sure so I'm on Instagram so it's uh travel.by.stephanie and my lead magnet is the uh seven quick wins that uh, seven quick win lead generation strategies that travel agents need right now and you can DM me more than happy to send you the link to the lead magnet. And yeah, looking forward to helping you build your digital presence and owning your space online. Amazing. And we'll pop the link to the show notes in there as well. Guys, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And thank you, Steph, for sharing your story. I know a lot of people will be inspired by it. And guys, we will see you next week. Wow. I hope you all really enjoyed that episode. That, my friends, was my first ever guest speaking podcast. So it was so nice to be a guest on Stevie's podcast and not having to think of the questions to ask. Uh, and it was so nice having a professional podcaster <laughs> guide me through the episode. So if you are wanting to download an online version of today's show notes, you can head over to travelbystephanie.com.au forward slash 38. For episode details, you're only one online course away from a totally different life. And I would love to extend an invitation to you to join my free masterclass to steal my three-part travel agent runway framework and how to stand out in the digital world. If you want to sign up, 
head over to stephaniemyers.academy forward slash masterclass and the link will be in the show notes as well. Also, if you are enjoying Unplug in Paradise, the podcast, please consider subscribing on Apple or Spotify. And if you're feeling extra generous, we would love this. Please leave me a five-star rating and review. I absolutely love reading all of them and always love sharing the feedback on my socials as well. Thank you so much for staying for the entire episode and would love to know your feedback. Stay tuned for next week for more travel agent tips, tricks, mindset, motivation, and practical advice. I will see you then. Bye.